The Study Celta podcast. Inside the English teaching industry, outside the classroom. So, Honourable Minister and fellow ELT professionals, good afternoon and thank you for being here. That's Daniel Sherry, Chairperson of Malta's ELT Council, opening the fourth annual ELT conference in November of last year, just months after the Council made some big changes to the legislation surrounding English teachers in Malta. A central event in the Mediterranean region and beyond. Let's take a few steps back first. What do you imagine when you think of Malta? Is it the warm Mediterranean climate, the impossibly blue water, the coffee and pastisi by Valletta Harbour? The culture and beauty of Malta have been drawing English language students and teachers to this tiny archipelago for decades. There's lots and lots of variety. It's it's got the typical Mediterranean way of life, but it's also got a lot of touches of um, Middle Eastern life and the influence of the British. Angie Conti is a teacher, trainer and academic manager at Study Celta's partner school in Sliema. Born in Malta, she's lived here her whole life, bar a couple of years in the UK, and listening to her describe it, there's little wonder why. There's quite a mix and this mix can be found everywhere. Um, in the buildings, in the traditions, in the, the way the people look, the way the houses are decorated, in the Maltese food. And being so small, you also get the warmth and hospitality of uh, such a small country. It's not hard to see why so many English language students flock to the island nation. But this idea of it being just a beautiful place with a rich culture is something Maltese ELT figures have been trying to change for years. That takes us back to the 2015 ELT conference, where Daniel Sherry, the ELT council chairperson, told Study Travel magazine that he wanted to shift the idea of Malta as just a place with an ideal climate to a place where students can get a quality education. His comments at the conference came months after the council was newly formed, a slicker, more effective model designed to replace the defunct EFL monitoring board. In tandem with Feltham, that's the Federation of English Language Organisations in Malta, they tightened up legislation around the types of certificates English language teachers could and couldn't teach with. There has been uh, actually a very, very drastic shift, I'd say, from uh, teachers being able to, or rather people being able to teach without qualifications. Now they are very, very strict in having the right qualifications. You're not allowed to work as an EFL teacher unless you have the appropriate qualifications um, specific to teaching English as a foreign language. Angie Conti tells me a little bit more about the regulations for English teachers. In addition, you also need to obtain a teaching permit in order to teach EFL here in Malta. And in order to get that, you need, in addition to your qualifications, you need to have, on average, around eight hours of CPD, continuing professional development, every year, which is not a bad thing. 
it's a good thing. It was initially sort of not met with the open arms by teachers who, who work here because it seemed like an extra burden. But once the, they started attending workshops and seminars and conferences in order to clock up their, their CPD hours, generally they realised that there's a lot to benefit from here. To get one of these teaching permits, the ELT Council stipulates that teachers need to have the CELTA, Trinity Cert TESOL, or any other certification that has been tightly regulated and approved by the board. It costs about €20 Euros to get the permit, which lasts you four years. Teacher training courses are standardised, monitored, checked um, uh, to make sure that the appropriate kind of training goes on. It's these kinds of regulations that not only make Malta a great destination for students, but great for teachers too. Work is readily available, especially in summer and from the start of the academic year in September, and contracts are often year-round. The average teacher can expect to make between 1,000 and 1,200 euros a month, which, according to Angie, is enough to cover the cost of living. Cost of living, although rising, is still not extremely high, as long as you stay away from the real hub of the towns, that the main towns, um, rent is affordable. There's a lot, um, if people are, are looking for sharing, there's a lot of opportunities for sharing. Um, we have loads and loads of people moving to Malta either to learn English or to teach English. The tides are turning on this island nation as it sets itself apart from many other warm, southern European destinations. It's no longer just a country to spend a few months in summer teaching. It's a country where you can really forge your ELT career. It's a country that seems to care about not only providing English language students with a quality education, but developing good, well-rounded teachers too. ELT Council Chairperson Daniel Sherry summed it up best while speaking to the ISEF Monitor last year. Ultimately, when a client decides to study English in Malta, they're doing so not only because we are world-renowned for quality, for the quality of our academic services. As I mentioned, we, are the we were the first country to actually regulate the industry. So someone who's choosing to study English in Malta, they're doing so because they know that they're getting something that they might not get in other English-speaking countries, which do not regulate their industry. But besides that, obviously, we have an excellent climate, so um, you can combine your studies with um, pleasure, and we actually sell the country as a, as an, as a whole package.